Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Wide Men Can Jump on the Wide Men Radio Network, located at blogtalkradio.com slash widemencantjump. We're brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New, wowfreecam.com, and facebook.com slash makeupkennedy. You can check us out anywhere and everywhere you find podcasts. Now, for the hosts of your flagship program, here's Tom Robinson and Nate Bush. Yo, what's up? It's draft night. It's TR. It's Nate. We're in the house. TR, your fan is hitting your phone again, but it's all right. We'll get Damn, that straightened like out here. Away. I'm uh, still picking it up now, a little though. bit. Yeah, better. We're here. It's uh, The draft is not even over yet. It started at 7.30, and 60 picks couldn't happen in uh, four and a half hours, so I'm still filling in as needed here on my draft board. We're going to do an hour wrap-up show here um, just to kind of give you our draft grades as they as the picks finish out and come in. But, TR, we're here, and it's draft night. You excited, my man? Well, I was uh, several hours ago <laughs> and uh, thought it was a uh, such a warm, heartwarming story with the desired target. Local product, national champion, hardworking Mikhail Bridges coming to the 76ers, who fits a need, 3 and D. Um, he did. He easily, did. Easily could, uh, if not right away, eventually give us room to get rid of Covington because he's a better version of Covington. And uh, lo and behold, because Ayer Smith and Kevin Knox, uh, Brown fell in love with, and he kept he brought them back for two workouts, and he desperately wanted them. The Knicks took Knox off the table, so he ruined they the feel good story and got Zaire, and uh, which is fine. Like I'm sure he'll be a decent player, better than guys like TLC and all them that we have on the roster. Uh, however, I think if they put that Markel Fultz, who's worthless. You know, even on his upside, he's still fucking a head case. So, you know, put him in there with 26 or something, then you got Bridges and Zaire, and I'm happier. Um, and he's, I mean, it's just typical Sixers. They've, nobody else done the fucked up shit except the Sixers. Like, other people made, like, trades, but the Sixers just constantly outsmart themselves, whether it's Hinky, Colangelo, or Brett Brown. There's, like, they're going to, unless they got... Confirmation like tampering under the under the radar with LeBron James as a lock. They're going to mm-hmm. not win 52 games next year with with whatever they just got and whatever they're planning to do. Um, if if LeBron's in the plans, then I'll be like uh, Brown's a genius. He drafted okay, but I'm not well, I'm not a happy camper. According to analysis, them trading Mikael Bridges to Phoenix in order to get Zaire Smith. And they did get a 2021 first-round pick, which may be Ooh. big in the future. Yeah, I don't Did you not hear that? Yeah, I know. I mean, who cares? I'm oh, tired okay. of those future. That future yeah, shit. We've been doing that for six years. 
understandable. Um, but it did save them a million dollars towards the cap space. So now basically all they're looking at is getting rid of Jared Bayless's deal and yeah. being and that will probably clear enough space to get LeBron James if he desires to go there. I'm finishing up the draft board. What our plan is to do here, there's going to be some of these. Um, like there's going to be some late picks here that I'm just not going to have all the details on due to the draft ending so late. It's man, the first round took forever. You know what I mean? Like they give you a five minute limit, and it just went they milked forever. the shit out of it. Yeah. Oh my god! Did did I, ever it was ridiculous. There were only four remaining when I when I called in. Uh, they're, they're still jerking it off should, with, the, with the picks. Let me see if it's done. It should be done by now. I'm, I'm trying to keep up with it as quick as I Yeah, it's done. Um, the draft has officially ended. Um, so I'm finishing out my uh, – I made a board here uh, on my own doing to get uh, basically everybody everybody's picks together. So that way I'm not – scrolling all night if that makes any sense and it'll make the draft grades come in easier and uh if you're listening live uh give us a call uh we're going to be taking calls tonight uh to hear what you think about from whatever market uh, you're in whatever market yeah for sure uh we really want to hear from you we want to hear what you think um about the team that you like or even teams you don't like uh, how do you think they did? Who made the stupidest moves of the night? Who made the smartest moves of the night? As I'm winding up here, um, just forgive me for not being 100% prepared, but they took forever. And I had actually made this show tonight for 11.30, and that there was no way. Like <laughs> It's ridiculous. The, the We would have never got to it at 11.30. It would have been at the end of the first round. I started at 7 o'clock, well... With a half hour of dumb shit, but yeah, know, the, uh, the the only thing I got clock. out of that, um, the only thing I got when when um, our boy Luca got drafted is that his mom was giving out hugs and she's not used to this culture. I'd have been fucking hugging her. Me too movement would have been all over me because I wouldn't have let go. I've been fucking wrapping my leg around her calf fucking uh, putting a real good American welcome in for her and then uh, security would have uh, escorted me out but at least uh, I would have made I, the I would, effort because go ahead I put nothing past you my, I put nothing past you my friend <laughs> I, I, I kid I'm tired I so uh, like either the real me or the, the fake me that's demanded when I'm sleepy is going to come out during this uh, little review but yeah, I, I didn't see name. Brunson's mom. Did you? I did not. I don't think he was there tonight. Uh, I got yeah. this last name to throw in here, and we will be good to go. And we can start this, and we got it. All right, there we go. And I think I can turn around and get you better audio. All right, you're fine. All right, we're gonna kick this off here, Tr. Uh, we've already discussed the Seventy Sixers a little bit, so we'll. Uh, since it's your team, we'll go ahead and start with them. I'll read off all the draft picks, and you can give your grade, and I'll give my grade. Um, the Sixers can started you, off. Can you just give the Can you just give the final? Because I don't even know who the fuck they made so many moves. I don't even care. Like, can you just give what they ended up with? 
I, I'm going to give all of them just for the listeners out there that maybe didn't get to see it. Uh, the Sixers, right. um, they drafted at 10. Mikael Bridges, and they traded him to Phoenix for Zyree Smith and a 2021 first-round pick that is Miami's that the Suns owned. So Zyree Smith heading to Philadelphia. They get at 26, and the first, uh, they get Landry Shamet. At 38, Kyrie Thomas, but I believe that he was traded as well, um, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double-check that. I believe Kyrie Thomas was traded somewhere. Detroit. I'm not a, yeah, it was Detroit. Uh, he was traded to Detroit. Then they get Isaac Banga, and he was traded to the Lakers. Then at 56... Eh, it's a draft and stash. I don't blame them on that one, honestly. Uh, 56, they get Ray Spaulding. And then it, the they had Mr. Irrelevant, number 60. They get Costas and Nente Tecumpo, the Greek Freak's little brother, right. 60. We got him? Yes, you did. I thought Charlotte was going to grab him, but they didn't. Wow. I'm a little happy about that, just in a weird, wet dream that he might be a I mean, step behind it's, big it's brother. A flyer. But it's a flyer. Put pick, him somewhere. So yeah. Damn. So what do you That's think? Cool. What would be your what would be your draft grade for your 76ers on that one? Well, when they tr- traded the uh Thomas and and the, the Isaac Bongo whatever mm-hmm. fuck his name is, um what do they get back? Like cash or future shit Probably or something? Probably cash towards the, the cap or future second round picks. Not 100% on that. These are later round picks I would have to dive really deep into, and I didn't have time to do so. Yeah, understandable. They, they took too goddamn long. Um, I give it a C- minus if, uh, if we don't have, like, verbal confirmation that the best player in the game is coming here for his 16th season. Um, nobody can officially know that until June 29th slash July 1st and the opt out or the whatever, um, free agencies and blah, 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 blah. However that works. Um, but if we don't have him coming here, I don't want the crazy ass Kawhi Leonard with his uncle in a sign and trade for one year. I don't want another Markel Fultz, and that's what he is right now, despite his talent he had in 2016, the last time anybody saw him fucking play. But everybody still thinks he's just going to pop up after a year and a half and beat Kawhi Leonard, top three in the game. (laughs) Ain't going to happen. Yeah. Uh, And, uh, you know, I don't want Paul George. That doesn't – we're still second round, maybe Eastern Conference final. Uh, That doesn't put us – in a warrior class or anything like that. So, I mean, if, if if we don't have LeBron James out of this and he just took Mikhail out for no reason, basically because I like Zaire, I'm bringing him back for a second, uh, walk out, and, uh, yeah, fuck you, Brett Brown, you Sam Hankey fucking hired dick. Uh, I'd rather a burner account. No, I wouldn't. He traded up for fault. I don't know what I'd rather have. LeVar Ball would have been an improvement. Put it that way. Uh, the, la- the last three GMs can suck my ball sack and lick the real sweaty because it's 117 tonight, it feels like, in Philadelphia area. Um, but, yeah, uh, I mean, I believe Zaire, you know, he, he he's 
been he's worked out for several teams, and they, the, him and Knox really stood out to people as, mm-hmm. whoa, this guy didn't he wasn't on my radar, and now these two fuckers are looking like gangbusters, you know. So, you know, I I guess he'll turn out to be a good player, but um, I don't know. As you saw, as you watched it, Mikhail yeah. uh, went to high school here at Radnor. Then he went to Villanova, hard worker, red shirt. Mom works in human resources. He was fucking crying that he got drafted by them. So he didn't know. A lot of people knew they were moving, you know. And uh, yeah. he he had no idea. And uh, his, his cousins, Devon Gibbons, on, on our local ESPN affiliate, 97.5, is a great guy, great host, probably future guest. Uh, if his schedule ever matches up with ours. And it just, uh, it was a feel good, and I, I liked the guy, and then they did what they did. So, C minus without LeBron, A plus, because I don't give a fuck if they took a bunch of duds if they have LeBron in check. That's tampering yeah. and all that shit, and you can't say nothing officially, but. The way they drafted and the way the one dude broke down the uh, salary cap on the board seems like we're up there in high contention. Put it that way. Well, um, even I, I don't like to take chances, um, being me. Right, right. Um, so, right. so I'll I take I like to take the sure thing in terms of who I'm picking to get my team better. I don't like the trade, uh, Philadelphia. It's time to win now. Um, no more preparing for the future. Yeah, you got a first round pick in twenty twenty one and that'll look good then. But this is now. You got a chance now. Twenty twenty one, you may have to rebuild again, depending on what happens. You don't know. So try to win now. Mikhail Bridges gave you the best chance to win now. Uh Zyrie Smith, maybe you could have packaged someone to get him uh from Phoenix. Maybe you you know, you, you move the twenty sixth. Maybe you move a first round pick of your own next year. If you want him that bad, um, you got to focus on the now. And I think uh, they're putting too much into the LeBron basket. Uh, I give their draft, I'll give it a C, mainly because of taking the flyer on Costas late. Smith is, is going to be a good player. I think if Philly had taken him at 10, we would have scratched our heads. Uh, they did yeah. get a 2021 first round pick out of it, so I'll give him a C. But. Um, a lot of drafting stash and just moving, trying to create cap space. They they really want LeBron, and they think they can get him. So if they get LeBron, they look like geniuses. But if they don't, I think this is a, a head-scratcher. But uh, let's move on here. We uh, I'll go ahead and go to my team. Uh, since this yeah, is, that, would, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, Minnesota Timberwolves have the 20th pick in the draft. They take Josh Oki or Okogi, or however it's pronounced, from Georgia Tech. And then with 48, they turn around and take, in my opinion, a steal. And Keanu Bates' die-up, um, I had him going mid-first round in my draft, and he fell all the way to 48. I think I had him up I, there, too. I'd have to look. Uh, for, the, for the Wolves, this is what they need. They get two really good defenders, uh, two guys that are going to be bulldogs on the defensive end. They fill a void in uh, coming off the bench. These are two guys that could easily make the roster this year. Um, I like these picks. Wish they could score better. 
but that that could come soon. Um, you're not asking these guys to be all stars. I'm gonna give the Wolves a B minus on their draft, mainly for the steal on Bates Diop. That that boosts that grade quite a bit for me. Um, but I, I like the pick. I like our draft. I like what we did. I don't know your team other than um, from you, as far as you know, being really dialed in, dialed in rather. Um, I, you know, I still hear whispers, even though they're not literal. I'm just sleepy, but I, I've heard whispers that uh, Butler don't like Wiggins, and Wiggins isn't really a Tom Tibbs kind of guy, and stuff like that. Uh, you think they're gonna keep him anyway? He's got the deal. He's got the big contract. If we move him, it's going to take a big, uh, a big cut into it. They just need to motivate him. That's the thing. Motivating him is going to be the key. And he's got the big contract. It's all right. Okay, earn it now. You're playing alongside a defensive-minded guy. Tibbs needs to, Tibbs needs to focus on getting, getting Wiggins to the point where he's taking too many jumpers. He's a slasher. He's like Butler. They're very similar players. Um, he needs to worry about Wiggins playing defense, and Wiggins has got to improve on that end. But, again, this past season, Wiggins still, for a third option, played well. You know, how many guys are you going to get that put up the numbers that he put up? He had like 17, 18 points a game. He played well on the playoffs. It's just he was a number one pick, so people expect the best out of him. Um, as a third option for the Wolves, I think he's good. So we'll see. Fair enough. What do you give the draft grade for the Wolves? I go B minus. Mm, just from what um, you told me about, because uh, who was our second pick again? Because I was kind of uh, Kadita Bates Dial oh, from Ohio State. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm around a B B minus, um, just because if they're going to go defense, and and that'll. Uh, I don't know if that's the design, but that'll be a motivating factor in practice even with Wiggins. I think Wiggins is yeah. the talent. I think he's just kind of like sometimes he checks out. And uh, yeah, if he's being challenged by these young guys, maybe maybe he'll pick it up. He plays he plays a lot harder when the lights are on bright, I've noticed. When he plays the Warriors or the Cavs, he plays a lot better. But if he's playing, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies or the Mavericks, he's not playing as hard because he expects to win. And that's not good. you got to go out there and play balls to the wall. But, all right, we're going to look here at the Atlanta Hawks. We'll start at the top, work our way down. So we're going to start from the top and get to the bottom, start it from the top, now we here or whatever. I'll be here all week. All right, the Atlanta Hawks, uh, they, got, they had the third pick in the draft. They draft Luka Doncic only to trade him to the Dallas Mavericks for Trey Young in a future first-round pick. They draft Kevin Huter at 19. Uh, they take Omari Spellman to end the first round. And then they take a chance on Devontae Graham at 34, who was traded to the Charlotte Hornets for two future second-round picks. So that's the Atlanta Hawks draft. Uh, what do you think, TR? F. F, wow, I think, really? Uh, I think that's terrible. I think that uh, you got – arguably the best player um, in the draft, in your hands, on your squad. And you make a deal with Dallas to pick up overhyped, illegitimate son of El DeBarge 
fucking tray. I'll sell some tickets for like the first three games till people realize that I can't match up against real NBA defenders. Young. Um, then they get Kevin Hurt right now, Herder, who's out for two months of any kind of activity with a broken hand, and he's a shooter. And as Thomas Bain pointed out, I don't know if it was in our private thing or public, that his highlights showed all his shots that he couldn't get off in an NBA game. They were very uh, just strange delivery as far as athleticism and so forth. And then, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and then they just, uh, I, I think it's a, it's a smokescreen. Trey Young's a name, a sexy name, if you will. And I just yeah. don't think they value uh, Doncic because he's an unknown as much as they might next year with Zion Williamson and those other two dudes that names escape me, the top three players in high school mm-hmm. committed to Duke and yeah. ended up getting a first rounder again from that from that Doncic move. So I think they're just going to tank. It is protected. Tank with, we'll yeah, think. yeah, I hear you. They're going to tank without tanking. They're going to make – they made it look good. But I okay. think that that's their intention. Um, I won't go with an F. I'll give them a D. Um, I don't like the trade for Trey Young there. I don't care what you get out of it. Uh, it's obvious that Dennis Schroeder's gone. Uh, that's that's what I'm getting here. Um, Kevin Herter, if he wasn't hurt, I'd say good pick. Uh, Spellman, I think maybe a reach. At the end of the first, I don't know. I mean, I had him kind of high, but it's it's a possibility. Um, but, yeah, a D for me. Don't like – you get Doncic, that's a guy you hold on to, especially if he's as good as advertised. Um, but the the new GM at Atlanta loves Trey Young. He was, a, he was with the Warriors. It reminded him of Steph Curry. That's a guy he likes with that scoring ability. So, we'll see. We shall see. I'm not sold on it, though. Another thing about that is, real quick, you and I are geeks. We're uh, (laughs) basketball marks. So we watch summer league games and shit like that. Yeah, can't wait. And when you draft Herder, along the lines of Michael Porter Jr., but there was a lot of other shit that came out just today that I was like, he ain't going nowhere. But, um, excuse me. Along with Herder, uh, the guy can't play basketball for like two months. So, you know, what summer league is he going to play in? And then he's going to jump right into the pros without any kind of, you know, he'll just go right into training camp like he's a prima donna or something. And it's just like he ain't all that. And I, I forgot to mention Spellman. He's a Villanova kid. But he's clearly the fourth best player on Villanova. And he's spotty. Like, sometimes it'll look like a million bucks, but sometimes it'll look like dog shit. So, F, yeah. F, F, F. Okay. Well, that's fine. Um, again, these are our grades. These are not reflective of what the – obviously, these teams think they're making the right picks. So, um, let's move on here. Brooklyn Nets, uh, they, their first pick was the 29th pick. They take – all right, overlook me here. They take Zayna Munsa. And then at 40, they take Rodnus Karukas, and then they take uh, Himadeo Diolo from Kentucky. Um, to me, this is Brooklyn, just not even caring who they get. I give them an F. 
To me, this is two draft and st- two draft and stash and a G League player. They don't care right now. Yep. And Brooklyn Brooklyn doesn't even want to compete next year. They're they're buying up contracts that'll get them out. They want to lose. They want to make yep. a run in free agency in 2019. They are still trying to recover from the trade that got them Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. And they finally, this was the last year of it, they are finally out from under that shadow. So Brooklyn's just wiping the slate clean as far as I'm concerned. So I give them an F. Does Jay-Z still have a piece of them? Not sure. I'd have to look. I know the Russian guy's the main, you know, owner. Yeah. But, you know, sneakily speaking, LeBron could just opt out, sign a one-year deal a la Chris Paul with the Rockets last year and Mm -hmm. Paul George or whoever the fuck else did that. And then go to Brooklyn with somebody else and that might be a plan in the making a plan in the works you never know with these guys these days but you uh, don't you don't obviously obviously jay-z has a a strong connection with lebron james and yeah he was i I, the one thing i don't keep up with is ownership other than our stupid group with joshua harris but um jay-z did have a chunk of the nets when they moved to brooklyn so I don't know if that's yeah, I remember he had he had a piece. Um, hold on, I'll I'll get to the bottom of this. Uh, I only scheduled the show for an hour tonight. We're just going to do this is just our wrap up. Um, but we will dive way more into this on uh, on Wednesday on our flagship show. And if all things go according to plan, we should have some cool stuff going on. Uh. Not sure if he does or not. I'm looking here. Uh, he has one. It says here he owns less than one percent of the Nets. Oh. I don't know. Then uh, they're, uh, they're obviously clearing cap space for something, but I don't know. Oh, they're making a run. Um, F- they're making a run. That's that's their game plan. They're making a run in the off season next year. That's what they're going to do. It's an F for me, too, and uh, I, I think I might underestimate it. That even just your and I takes might take, uh, with so many teams, might take long. So, um, That's all right. We got, we got a little OT. We got a little OT, so we should be all right. Um, going on to Boston, the Boston Celtics, um, A, Robert Williams at 27. You got to give him an A for that. That dude slipped. We had, almost all of us had him going in the lottery, and he falls all the way to 27. And this dude's a horse. Uh, he's going to replace Aaron Bain uh, from the looks of it. And uh, Robert Williams, great pick by Boston. He'll fit in well there with Danny Ainge, Brad Stevens, and company. Uh, I give Boston an A. And he learns from Al Horford. I mean, he what does. the fuck? <laughs> it's a for Ainge. Fair, is it? A for Ainge and A, you know what I mean? And, you know, they just – Sit back and laugh at the rest of the league. It's it's criminal almost. The rich get richer as far as I'm concerned. That was a steal at 27. How he fell that far, leading, I'll never know. Leading shot blocker in the fucking nation. And One of, yes. Like, Bo- One of like, like Boston needed that. Yeah, like they need any help, but they got some. And they're going to get it for a, a cheap price. All right, Charlotte Hornets. Uh, they draft Shea Gilgers Alexander at 11, trade him to the Clippers. 
for Miles Bridges and two second-round picks in the future. And then at 55, they take Arnaldus Kubaka. And they also were able to get Devontae Graham for two second-round picks in that trade. So, uh, Charlotte, um, I don't really know what to think on them here. I'm not in love with So, who did they end up with, uh, Graham and who? They got they got Graham, they got this Arnaldus Kobluka guy, and they got Miles Bridges. So I'm going to give them – I'm not sold on Miles Bridges like everyone else. I'm going to give them a C minus, mainly because Michael Porter was sitting there, and that's a position you need, and why not take the chance if you're Charlotte? This could be a superstar in the future, and take a risk. Take Michael Porter. Um, if he fails, oh well, you know. There's, you might as well. This dude was a top three pick in the draft if he stays healthy. So I think you take a chance. Uh, don't don't like them. Don't like the Bridges pick. Yeah, they got two extra pick, two extra second rounders out of it. Big whoopty shit. And it's a second round pick. They're worthless as far as like for the most part. Sometimes you get a gem, but you know, I, I'm just gonna say C minus for the Hornets on this one. I'm gonna leave him at a C. Uh, I don't think. I don't. I think Bridges is a nice little player. He'll start. He'll have a nice long career. Um, Devontae Graham could make the team and be a, a nice bench player, depending on what they do with Kemba Walker. And uh, I think the fucking Warren do to probably so. Um, but you know, what's he going for? And all that shit's got to play out. Um, Very true. Very true. So I mean. Yeah, I guess uh, C, but I like Bridges a little better than you do. I understand. All right, Chicago Bulls. They had the seventh pick in the draft. They take Wendell Carter Jr., and then at 22, they turn around and take Chandler Hutchinson. And uh, I think this is a good draft for the Bulls. They really did well. I'm going to give them a B plus. Wendell Carter I'm not in love with, but I like the value at seven. Uh, he's a big guy. He fits into your rotation. He can play alongside uh, – Laurel Markinen and then Chandler Hutchinson is a steal at 22. I wanted the Wolves to take him. Uh, Love him out of Boise State. He can step up and play now. He feels a role that you need at small forward. He can play alongside Zach Levine. He can play with Chris Dunn. Um, And then you've got Carter, who's going to play with Bobby Portis and guys like that and Markinen. And the Bulls are getting there. They're not there yet. And then they've just let them get there. But I like this young core they've got, and so B plus for the Bulls. I'd give them a B. Same. I don't need to say what you just said, but it's basically the same thing. <clears throat> they don't got you hate a, that we think great, exactly alike sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Basketball wise, absolutely. Um, yeah. But yeah, I. I uh, they just, I mean, what they did last year was the precursor to what they did this year. And uh, Wendell Carter, Max Kellerman on first take today, uh, he agreed with me and a lot of other people that don't think Aiton should have been number one as far as impact talent, et cetera. But, you know, hometown guy, whatever. Um, but uh, he actually went as far as to say his number one would have been Wendell Carter, hmm. which is uh, – Stephen A. was like, are you crazy? He's projected a seven or eight, and, you know, whatever. And he yelled at him, but he says, nope, I think in the long long term, 
he's got a lot to offer on the defensive end, and he's developing. And he's a big guy who was overshadowed by Bagley. Blah 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 blah. I mean, I don't I don't know if it's that strong, but it's a solid seven pick for sure. So I'm with you. Oh yeah, I think at seven, that's a it's it's a good pick. Um, yeah. all right, Cleveland Cavaliers. Any other? I'm sorry, gonna make your point. Yeah, the other kid's good. Too. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Uh, Cavaliers at eight take Colin Sexton, point guard. Um, they needed to fill that role in a bad way. Um, they're assuming they're going to make a, a lunch for LeBron, and LeBron's favorite player coming out of the draft was Colin Sexton. So they're going to try and make the king happy. Uh, Colin Sexton pleaded to, for LeBron to come back. Let's go back to the finals, he said, like he's been there before. But um, I, I give the Cavs, I give him a B minus for Colin Sexton. Uh, he's he's a good player, and LeBron wanted him there, so that's the only reason I think they really took him. So, decent pick by the Cavs. Same rating. Um, I was I have him ahead of Trey Young everywhere, and at the last minute I put the Kentucky kid ahead of him due to athleticism and all that kind of. Shit that I usually don't pay attention to, but Colin Sexton's a good player for sure and uh, oh, yeah. hard worker. Cleveland loses LeBron; it's gonna be kind of weird for him to be there with Kevin Love and a lot of those older dudes and such. But I don't know. Um, all things are the way they are today. I think it's you know a good pick. Yeah, I'll agree with you. All right, Dallas Mavericks. At number five, they drafted Trey Young. He was traded to Atlanta for Luka Doncic, so they get Doncic. They lose a first-round pick next year. It is protected. At 33, they take Jalen Brunson. And at 54, they get Shake Milton. Uh, Dallas Mavericks, solid draft. Really love the moves, love what they did. Um, They get arguably the best player in the draft in Doncic. Uh, He's a big Dirk fan, so Dirk is going to be there with him. So good for him. Jalen Brunson can be a solid backup to Dennis Smith, and Shake Milton could be a guy that could excel in the D League and maybe end up at the end of the roster on the bench. Um, I like Dallas's draft. I give him an A. Can't beat what they did this year. Uh, fuck you. I give him an A too. <laughs> yeah, they kicked ass. Um, they really did. To get, to get, to, they you know it's going to end up being the uh, Tatum for fucking faults of this year. Um, they have Doncic for Christ's sake. He's, uh, he's been a pro basketball player since age 15. Yeah. I mean, six, eight can do everything. Just won a championship like two nights ago. MVP when he's a baby playing against men, you know, and, uh, hot just mom, did well, Dude, the hot mom factor you talked about. Remember that? Don't forget that. Yeah. Did I mention they it on the air that I would that I would hug her? <laughs> oh yeah, I did. Yes. Um, yeah. Don't forget. I guess and Dallas I'm, wins I'm the hot mom factor her. by a mile. Dallas wins the hot mom factor by a mile. They get Doncic and Brunson, so they get all. Oh, the hot my moms. other favorite. I forgot about her. And the thing about Brunson yeah. is Dallas always in their good years. Dallas always had the JJ Bereas, the mm-hmm. um, the the kid from Ch- uh, Chester, my my guy from St. Joe's. Um, Six foot tall. Fucking. Uh, Devin Harris? No, he's from here. Uh, St. Joe's. I'm so tired that this is like a household name here. He's 
I've known him since high school. Uh, Phil Martelli, St. Joe's. Him and Delonte West were the backcourt. Uh, um, not ringing a Jameer bell. Nelson. Jameer Nelson. Jameer oh, Nelson. Jameer. Okay, Jameer. Yeah. So Brunson is uh, kind of that typical guy that stays with them and then just does what he needs to do um, behind Dennis Smith Jr. I must call him Dennis Miller. And uh, he'll be a solid. <laughs> we talked about it before the draft. He'll be. He won't be a star, but he'll be a solid player who will end up in the league. Yeah. And uh, good pick. He'll all play around. his role and be happy. Yeah. So good job, Dallas. I know uh, Josh Brown was really excited with their draft when I talked to him. So uh, he's pretty happy. Background, Josh Brown. Uh, that's right. All right, Denver Nuggets. Uh, at 14, they take Michael Porter. 43, they get Justin Jackson. And 58, Thomas Welsh. Still the draft. Michael Porter at 14. He's a projected top three pick if he's healthy. And Michael Porter goes at 14 to an already just loaded Nuggets team. They just got better. And they could have potentially got the superstar they needed, depending on how healthy he is. You could lose Wilson Chandler. You could lose Will Barton. But I think you've replaced them with Porter. And the fact that they got him at 14 is just a steal. This is a team that was an overtime game away from going to the playoffs. Um, A A for the Nuggets. Easy A for them. Good job, Denver. Way to load up. Well, we found one we we disagree on. Uh, D for the Nuggets. Wow. uh, only, Only not an F. Because there's like a zero 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 point one percent that Michael Porter Jr. will play a healthy year in the NBA, but uh, he hit his medical records. He fucking has more injuries than uh, goddamn Embiid, Okafor, Noel, and everybody we drafted that sat out years combined. He plummeted, you know, news came out today from one of our guys that I won't mention on air because he told me to keep it to myself, that he told me flat out, dude's going to slide, man. He's like, he's, he's besides his injuries, he was uh, compared to Jaleel Okafor as far as his fucking dedication, work ethic. He just really is into being an NBA player and getting money and lost his, real desire to play like he had in high school. Uh, that's the reports I got that just came out, you know, today after we made our mock draft, or I'd have had him dump a lot lower than I had him. So I don't believe in him at all. I never thought he was that good even when he was hyped as good. He, he scored a, tw- a quiet 21. He doesn't know how to pass. He's not good at defense. And uh, he won the MVP at the McDonald's All-Star game that year. But I, it was like 21 points that I didn't even notice. Uh, no, just reminding me like a poor man's Frank Kaminsky, and Frank Kaminsky's not exactly lighting it up in the NBA. I just don't like mm. that kid at all. So okay. one of us is yeah. going to be a genius, and one of us is going to be a dummy. So that's good. Okay. We at least got one far apart. At least we disagree on something. All right, uh, Detroit Pistons, they get Bruce Brown with the 42nd pick of the draft. I think they made a trade late that I didn't get to see. But uh, Detroit Pistons, Bruce Brown, 42nd pick out of Miami. Eh, and he's 
He's got a lot of moves to make, and Detroit couldn't really do much in this draft. I'm just going to give him a C just because you don't know what you're going to get with a second-round pick. And so Detroit, um, they're they're going to get better. They they traded their pick to the Clippers. So I'm just giving them a C because I don't really know much about what they can do here. B minus. Uh, I like Bruce Brown. I had him higher, so they got him that, that far down. I like that. Um, injury's the only reason he wasn't up higher, in my opinion. And from the Sixers workout, little clips that I've been sneaking on the in, in, uh, Twitter, rather, that the journalists that get invited in, he he and uh, your boy, Javon Carter, had like a, like a, it looked like a fucking... Uh, a fight to the death when they were doing one-on-one drills and his offense was shining and Carter's defense was shining. So I like him and I like that pick for Detroit. All right. Next one is golden state warriors. They take it 28. They take Jacob Evans out of Cincinnati. Um, Feels a role for him. Uh, Shooting guard behind Clay Thompson. He can come off the bench. He's a defensive kind of player. Uh, he's a he's he's a tough guy. He'll get in people's grills. So I give him a I give him a B on that draft pick with Golden State. The rich get richer again. I like Evans. Yeah, we were just talking about it last night, and you and, and Thomas Bain, uh about his toughness, his getting your face, his the grit that we like in the T.J. McConnells and the Marcus Smarts, et cetera. And he goes to a team who's got, you know, I guess some grit with you know, nutty Draymond, but uh, this is a fucking rookie who just sat there and is talented and, you know, is good defender and, a, you know, they're the champs and they, they just plop a late pick and pick up another guy who can add something to an already rich establishment. So, the, you know, great them and the Celtics again. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to give it A, but B, B plus. Okay. All right here. The Houston Rockets at 46 get DeAnthony Melton. Um, probably just a guy they're going to stash in the D League. Doubt he'll get much playing time, if any, for them. Um, I, I don't know a lot about Melton. I'll give him a C plus just because – and I think they made another move and picked – uh, somebody late, but I didn't really get to see it in the second round. Uh, so with Melton, I'll give him a, I'll give him at least a C plus on that one. I'll stick around and see. Uh, saw like one or two games of his in my life. Truth being truthful, um, but from the reading and such, uh, learning mm-hmm. behind Harden and Paul when you're a talented guy is not the worst thing. So uh, true. Okay. All right, moving on to our next draft pick was the Indiana Pacers. They take at 23, Aaron Holiday, and at 50, Elise Johnson. Holiday, a good pick for them. A scorer, a guy that can shoot the three. He's got an NBA pedigree in his family. He's got family members in the NBA. Kind of small, kind of undersized, but um, could make an impact. For Indiana coming off the bench, uh, Johnson don't know what he'll do if anything. Indiana, I'll give him a B. I think this is a good pick for them to put behind Darren Collison. Yeah, um, 
I don't know if I asked you guys last night or not. Are we sure Collison's not a free agent or unrestricted or restricted or anything like that? Not a hundred percent. I can find out. Um, uh, while you talk, uh, I can find out while you talk. Go ahead. Well, I mean, uh, that's really all I had to make my rating on was whether um, Collison is uh, maybe getting out next year or something to where you said he could play behind him, and that would affect my rating because I I think he's a good player. He will be an unrestricted free agent in the 2019, so after this season. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Could be the point guard of the future. Yeah, I like that um, okay. What the hell did I? What'd you rate it? B. Yeah, I gave him a B. Yeah, I'm I'm about there. That sounds good. Okay, the Clippers are the next team up uh, at twelve. They took Miles Bridges, traded him to Charlotte, uh, for and took a couple second round picks and gave him to Charlotte for Shea Gilgris Alexander, who I think most of us had them taking, and then they took Jerome Robinson, just a pure scorer. Didn't understand the Robinson pick there. Thought they should have went with a bigger guy because I think they're going to lose Jordan eventually and they need somebody to replace Blake Griffin at the four. Uh, love the, the Alexander pick, though. I thought that was great for them. So the Robinson pick, eh, not so sure. Uh, the Alexander pick I like. I'll give them a, I'll give them a B- because I really like Alexander. But Robinson, he'll, he'll be a good shooter for him, but I, doesn't, I don't think he helps the team need. So B- for me. Lots of folks uh, really like uh, Alexander that are, I don't want to say smarter than us, but have more access than we do currently. And we're working on that for next season. Uh, so, yeah, that's a good pick. And uh, Armando, our friend out there, if you're listening, um, wasn't too happy with a lot of things. Um, Robinson and I had gone earlier, earlier than uh, most people. I didn't have him quite that early. Uh, there must be something to it. Jerry West is running the show, and Doc Rivers. They they got a good, unless they're out of touch now. But um, if they're still the the minds that they once were, they probably know something about Robinson that we don't. So I'm going to keep them up uh, fairly high. I'll keep. I'll give them a B minus. Okay. Well, let's move on to the other L.A. team, the L.A. Lakers. The Lakers get, at 25, they get Mo Wagner. And then they also, at 47, get, oh, man, uh, (laughs) Savitislav Matalik from Kansas. Uh, That name, I cannot get that name. Just overlook me. Never going to happen. But, um the Lakers, I give this, I give it a D minus. I do not like Mo Wagner at 25. I think that is way too high for him, especially Robert Williams was on the board. Um, they didn't do much in the second round. I don't even think McCallick will, will even play in the NBA. Just not a fan, not a fan of their draft. D minus for me. Seems high for Wagner. Or Wagner, depending on who you're talking to. Um, L.A.'s hard to figure. It's kind of like L.A. and Philly seem like they're just doing fucked up shit, assuming they're getting great players um, via free agency or trade or whatever. Um, 
Remind me of their second pick again, because I think it's somebody that was pretty good. Please don't make me pronounce his name again. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Never mind, never mind. I wasn't doing that the as a rib. It was the guy that I – it was a kid I took out of my draft. Um, he'll probably be like uh, – not not so much taking charges and uh, rebounding, but 6'9", man, and he can shoot three from Kansas. Uh, I can't say his goddamn name either, but – uh, I think he could be like an Ilyasova type guy, not a star, but somebody you can throw in there and down the road when he learns the the pro game. Um, so I'm not as low as you, but I'm not high either. I guess uh, C minus. Okay. All right. Moving on to Memphis Grizzlies. At number four, the Grizzlies get Jaron Jackson Jr. And then at number 32, they get Javon Carter from West Virginia. Um, A-plus, Memphis, great draft for the Grizzlies. Jaron Jackson will come in. I think he'll fit in perfectly in that rotation. He is a guy who will play starting. He'll start from day one, I believe. He'll be beside Mike Conley. He'll be with Mark Gasol. And they're slowly going to rebuild that team with him. And Javon Carter, man, oh, man. You know I love him. His defense is a nightmare. I don't think he's going to be an all-star or anything like that, but his defense is spectacular. He is going to shut people down. He reminds me of P.J. Tucker, Tony Allen type, uh, and I love his grit, love his determination, and Memphis is perfect for him. So A-plus the Grizzlies. I think they had the best draft of the night. Uh, Over to you. I'll just be different. I'll say A plus on Carter. I, you know what? I'm going to give him an A plus too. Um, and it really is strangely connected to you. I was sold on Carter from you attending those games and pushing them down my throat until I actually paid attention to him. I'm sorry for a change in audio. I walked out of the room for a moment. Um, You're fine. You're fine. But you know he's a stud, and then I. I'd catch a little more tidbits, and the guy actually, one of them, Jay Billis or somebody, said the analytics guy of ESPN says he was like in the top five likelihood in the whole draft of being an all-star ahead of Mo Bamba. Yeah, so, all that. Analytics-wise, he's up there. Um, and the other connection to you is today, you know, I heard Jaron Jackson was just killing people in uh, – every team he worked out for. And yeah. He he didn't work out for Memphis, which makes them even smarter in a weird way because uh, they knew everybody else liked them. Um, but the connection to you was out of nowhere, I was flipping channels or something today. It might have been on the Internet. I don't even remember. But he spent time training with your favorite player of all time. All right, KG. Yeah, they had uh, KG played against his father, and KG mm-hmm. took a liking to his style more so than the other bigs that were coming out and was having, like, he shut the cameras off when he was showing them some of those old KG tricks of the trade and the moves that only KG has ever done. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know all his moves. Yeah. You never Some of those things he used to do, spinning around and, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, nobody else has ever done. So he was passing along a lot of uh, wisdom 
and a lot of confidence on him. And at the time, I don't know how long ago it was taped, uh, he was 18. So I don't know if he turned 19 yet, but he was 18 years old, that big. Father been in the league. And then you add Carter, A-plus. All right. Well, the Miami Heat ended up getting no one from this draft, so we can just kind of skip over them. So Milwaukee Bucks, one pick in the draft. They get Dante DiVincenzo. And I'm going to make some people mad on this one. The, um, I'm not high on DiVincenzo like everyone else is. I know the history of Villanova players. I know he played well in the tournament. I know you love him. I'm just not that sold. I think this was a reach at 17. They could have filled a bit a, a void that they needed at guard, and they I think they they went with a guy who had a good tournament. And I'm just I'm not sold on Dante Divincenzo. So I'm giving him a D. Uh, go ahead and tear me apart. It's okay. Well, you gave him a D. His initials are DD, and he came from Delaware. Uh, so there's a lot of Ds being floated around. But he uh, he was six-man uh, just because that was what was best for the team. Obviously, any time they needed a burst, he could score on a whim. Um, six foot five. He's got the Greek freak there and, you know, uh, all those Snell and Middleton types and Brogdon and what have you. I mean, I, I – they're they're good players, but I, I think very highly of DiVincenzo. And it is a little homerism, but a guy that was called the Michael Jordan of Delaware before he came to Villanova and then stepped it up under the bright lights. But he said, a lot of people made the point that Villanova never produces very good pro players. But he plays a completely different style, and he modified it to fit into Jay Wright's system. He's a behind the back, between the legs, make you look stupid, dunk over you kind of dude who can also hit three. Maybe defensively he needs a little more help, but he's athletic enough and went to the combine. And best vertical leap of anybody in the combine as an Italian guy, which is amazing. Sorry if you think I'm racist, but uh, it's the first time in history of life that I've ever heard that. And he was like third in the quickness drills of everybody that went. So he that's the reason he got invited and went from not knowing to thinking he'd be in the second round to getting invited to the actual deal. And I think him with uh, Giannis and the guys I mentioned that are all mm-hmm. good players but not superstars, I think it's a – I don't want to go A on one guy, but I could go B. Okay. Well, like I said, that's varieties of spice of life on that one. And if I'm wrong, I will gladly – Admit to being wrong, and I hope he does well. I really do. I'm just, you know what, call me a doubter. I'm just not sold. Um, that's just me, though. Uh, we got about five minutes left here live as we go through the uh, picks here that were from the NBA draft. We'll have a little bit of an overtime, so if you're listening live, we got about five minutes. So after the end of this, you'll be able to download this episode from wherever you download podcasts and listen to the complete version there as we finish up. So now we're on the New Orleans Pelicans. They didn't do much. They may have made a couple trades late because we've already went over Minnesota. So the Pelicans get Tony Carr, 51. That's a position they need help at. Carr could step in and do it now. So I'll give them a, uh, I'll give them a B minus for that pick of Tony Carr that late. Same. 
learned learned about Tony Carr in the NIT a little bit more than I knew in the regular season. Yeah, and, uh, solid player, solid good player, guy. good for him. All right, New York Knicks. Uh, Kevin Knox, I think, was a little bit of a reach at nine, in my opinion, but I think they get a steal at thirty-six. Mitchell Robinson, the Knox pick, I wasn't crazy about. I think he's a good player, but I don't think he's a top ten pick in the draft. But they love him, so hey, who am I? But uh, Mitchell Robinson loved that pick at 36. Um, I'll give the Knicks, because Knox is a good player, and Mitchell Robinson at 36 was a steal. I'll give their draft a B. For next season, uh, I wouldn't give it very high. Uh, For two seasons from now, when Porzingis is back healthy and those guys got a chance to uh, get their shit together, um, and mature a little bit. I think that's the front line of the future. Those three guys down there. Um, and I give Unicorn a chance to play the four at seven four when he's got seven one Mitch playing the five. Uh, yeah. Athletic Lob City, whatever you want to call it. It's not the old the uh, Mason and not that old tough um, down low that the Knicks have a history with. Fisdale mm-hmm. Smart. Them three together will be badass. They just got to work on getting some great guards, and New York will be a player again. I give it an A. Okay. Oklahoma City Thunder, they pick late in the draft. They get the player out of Virginia, Devin Hall, at 53, and then Kevin Hervey at 57. I think I think Oklahoma City is getting ready for the implosion that is their roster. Um, they'll keep Westbrook for a while. don't know how long he'll stay, but um, – just for this draft, I'll give it a C plus because these are two unproven guys when it comes to NBA style ball. So I'll give it a C plus. I'm near you. I'm about to see. Um, they're a mystery team as far as what the hell's going on, and uh, those two guys are not jump out of the paper kind of guys, but they're also not not bad by any means. Or not, you know. No, not bad at all. People not people you're expecting to get cut. So I think they're they're both NBA players. They're not stars, but uh so I'll go see. Okay. Orlando Magic get who we think is the best player in the draft in Mo Bamba at six. Uh Melvin Frazier goes thirty five and Jared Vanderbilt at forty one. I think the Magic had a good draft. Uh getting the best player at six in my opinion, they're going to start rebuilding that roster with Mo Bamba in mind. I think uh, he's the he'll be the guy that everybody's going to say, "Damn, why didn't we take him?" I'm going to give the Magic an A. I thought they did a great. They had a great draft. We're going to have to get PRR on for the uh, fourth time, Philip. Uh, yeah, for sure. I give him an A. I give him an A plus because the kid out of Tulane had really impressed me. Um, with everything, his attitude, his confidence, and what he's done at the combine scrimmage, and uh, everything he's done post his, you know, towards the end of his career, and then since to increase his stock. And uh, who was the third player they got? They got. I had it right here. Hold on. They got Jared Vanderbilt out of Kentucky, but I believe they did move him after uh, later. So I'm not 100% they'll have him, but I think he got traded. 
Uh, I'll do a tentative A plus because Vanderbilt's uh, a guy who will be good. It's one of those deals. So um, if they okay. got rid of them, they got rid of them. It depends what they got back. But tentative A plus. I love the first two guys. Oh, I do too. I do too. All right. So now we have we are no longer live, but we're still going here, and we're going to go to the Phoenix Suns, the team with the number one pick. Uh, Phoenix gets DeAndre Ayton at one, and then they draft Zyrie Smith and then trade him to Philly for Mikel Bridges. Then they get Eli Okobo at 31 and George King at 59. Um, not in love with Ayton. Love the Bridges pickup for Phoenix. Actually, Mikel Bridges is one of the only Villanova players that I really like. Um, Okobo, good at 31. That's a solid pick. Uh... I think for Phoenix, though, who do you take at one? I guess you got to go eight, and it makes the most sense. So I'll give I'll give Phoenix a B plus, uh, especially for the Bridges coup because I think they robbed Philly on that one. Uh, I'm going D. I uh, I hate Aiton. I have him ninth in my best players available. Nothing considered draft. Um. I think the NBA centers are going to beat the piss out of him for several years. Um, he showed no heart against Buffalo in the tournament. And Bamba, clearly better. Bagley, clearly better. Uh, a lot of ways they could have went. They fucked that up big, in my opinion. Um, Bridges, as much as I like him, I want him to be a sixer. He showed genuine emotion, was in tears with his mother on the interview, and and, and was blindsided by being sent out there. Uh, I think being an emotional cat that he is, uh, that's not going to be good. I don't think he's the kind of uh, mean-spirited type chip on your shoulder. Uh, Sixers, I'll show you motherfuckers, and I'm going to kick ass out of here. I think he's really going to be bothered by this. And... Uh, you know, that's not going to affect the rest of his career. But for right now, it's not going to look too good. So I, I just – I don't like it. I, I don't like the draft. Sorry, Scott Roberts okay. and them. No, I mean, hey, it's your opinion, you know. Portland Trailblazers now as we look. Uh, Anthony Simmons or Simons, Portland gets him at 24. I'm assuming they're going to start moving McCollum. I don't, I don't like this pick. Uh, you got so much need at the forward and center position, or more so the forward position, the three and the four, and you take another guard. I don't like it. Don't care for the pick. Simmons might be a good player. He may not be. Uh, Portland can pick guards, though. D, just don't really care for this pick here. You really got to focus on that small forward position, and there was good forwards available. Um, B minus. Because I'm, I'm doing what I shouldn't be doing on a, on a, just a grade, but Simmons can play, um, and they're going to break up the band. Uh, they've already all but said it, and yeah, I think the need that you wanted to be filled. I mean, let's just say they really go crazy and and put Lillard Lillard out there as opposed to McCollum. They could fucking get uh, Boogie Cousins. Or, and and yeah. something because he's hurt. True for that. So um, and still keep McCollum well, and if if Anthony pans out, then blah 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 blah. So a lot of things happen. Well, they also I might... 
They also uh, traded for Gary Trent Jr. They traded a couple second-round picks for Gary Trent Jr. from Duke in this draft as well. Yeah, that's not bad either. So, so, so many guards, gonna, though. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's in, indicative that they're getting rid of one of those, too. Yeah, and, that's true. You know, so. I, I know I shouldn't be predicting the future. I should just be going on what they drafted. So, I don't know. But I, I'll move it down to a C then, just because I don't know. Okay. San Antonio Spurs. At 18, they get Lonnie Walker the fourth, And at 49, they get Chimizzi Metu. Love Lonnie Walker for the Spurs. Absolutely love that pick. That's them saying, okay, Kawhi, see you. They're going to get rid of Kawhi. And they've got Lonnie Walker, who I think is a steal at 18. He's a solid player out of Miami. He can score. He can defend. He's big. He's long. Love Lonnie Walker. Love this pick. And the Spurs just know how to draft. I'll give the Spurs a B plus. Um, I'll say C. I don't like Walker as much as you do. And he's from nearby Reading, Pennsylvania. Uh, worked out with the Sixers. Got that stupid hair. But you're right. They do have a track record of not fucking up in the draft. And he was projected a lot higher and went all the way down to 18. So it is a steal. Uh, he's he's smart. He's a smart kid too. He's really, really intelligent. At least he presented himself UFC, as intelligent. And that USC some bitch that I ain't gonna say his name either. Um, the little bit I saw of him, it looks like a solid player. And yeah. uh, they kind of know Kawhi's gone, and they're gonna get something back from that. And you know. yeah, they may be able to do something there. Um, so what, right, we only got a few teams. Them? I gave him a uh I gave him a B plus. I'll go B. Okay. Sacramento Kings, they had the second pick of the draft. They take Marvin Bagley the third. They eventually draft Gary Trent Jr. but trading for two future second round picks. Uh I'm not super high on Bagley. I'm not I don't dislike him, but I don't love him either. Um uh, I give him a B minus just because they're gonna they're trying to fix that front court. So, and I think Bagley will be able to play in the NBA. I just don't think he's going to be a, a second pick quality player. Uh, yeah, I mean, I already disagreed with that earlier when I thought about Aiton, but I kind of got to agree if I really think it through, uh, because just because of his age. But I don't think the Kings are uh, expecting to change the world next year. They got a lot of young good players, and when they can figure out which ones they're going to stick with Bagley obviously gonna be there um not next year he might do 10 and 10 next year but I think he's gonna get beat up a little bit um yeah B I'm gonna be okay Toronto Raptors did not have a pick in this draft did not make any moves so nothing new for Toronto as they continue to shop Kyle Lowry from rumors. All right, Utah Jazz. They take 50, at 52, they take Vincent Edwards, and they moved him to Houston. But let's talk about the Jazz real quick. 21, they take Grayson Allen out of Duke, a guy who we had going in the second round. And they take Grayson Allen at 21. Well, I, I had him in the second round. You called this pick. Um, Quinn Snyder, he's a buddy of Krzyzewski. 
Coach K. I think Coach K called in a favor, said get this kid out to Utah where nobody where nobody will murder him. Um oh. F minus for the Jazz in this draft. Do not like the wow. pick of Grayson Allen here. I don't think Grayson even Allen's the, gonna be a good NBA player. I d I do not the, even with the deep embrace from Donovan Mitchell. In his interview. No, I, I don't. I, he was gonna hug whoever came out of there. He, you got to put on a brave face. Grayson Allen is not an NBA ready player, and he never will be. He can't shoot very well. He's not a good defender. He's a punk. Don't like him. He's got this rich boy spoiled attitude. And Quinn Snyder did his boy a favor at Duke and drafted this guy when they could have got some real value here. Don't like this pick at all. Uh, F worst worst of the draft actually. I'm going to give them a worse rating than anybody else in this draft. The Utah Jazz had a shit draft. Oh. I'm not going to give them an F, but I'm not going to go crazy and give them an A. Because uh, you know I I all along kind of been like, is this guy even going to make the pros? Um, and if he does, is he going to get beat up for all his tripping and shit like that in college? Um, but I, in a weird way, I kind of like it just because of the strangeness of, of, of Utah and the white guy stereotype. And I don't know. Um, I like the storyline. Maybe I don't like the pick as much as I like the storyline. So I'll give it a C minus. Okay. Well, we got one more team. That's the Washington Wizards. They take Troy Brown at 15 and Issa Sanon at 44. Uh, the Troy Brown pick, I like it uh, for them. Sanon, probably a drafting stash. I don't know. He may come over and play. Hasn't really been discussed yet. Wizards for the Troy Brown pick. Uh, they didn't really address the big man situation, but they may go after Dwight Howard. So who knows? I think C plus for the Wizards. I uh, I didn't see Troy Brown going that early. Um, I didn't either. It was a surprise, but they like him. And, and I don't know what they're doing with Beal and Wall, sticking with them like the Blazers do, and mediocre, you know, on that second round treadmill. If they get there again. Um, I had Knox going there before I got all this crazy info today that the Knicks were in love with him. Uh, I'm going D. Okay. Well, they know something that we don't. Well, they might. Um, I I got a feeling Otto Porter's on the move, which is why Brown was selected. Um, But that going to – TR, I believe that will do it for us here as we just hand out our draft grades, talk a little bit about the draft fallout. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. It was kind of a quick episode. We just wanted to run through it. We didn't want to dive too deep into what we think. Um, we'll be back on Wednesday for the flagship show to talk more basketball, and we're going to have plenty to talk about as uh, people from the draft come out. Maybe uh, free agents start declaring on the 29th uh, or people opting out of their contracts. Then July 1st, the free agency starts, and it's going to be crazy off season, and I can't wait. Uh, love the NBA draft, and I'm glad it's behind us now. Summer League starts beginning of July, and we'll be paying attention to that. And, man, TR, basketball never sleeps, my friend. 
Right on. Uh, I'm interested to hear, uh, you know, some of our friends around the country and the world, really, um, how they feel about mm-hmm. it and see what develops over, you know, the next week, two weeks, et cetera. Uh, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, connect with us online. Let us know what you think of your team's draft. Uh, it's a little late here on the East Coast, so we didn't get a lot of phone calls, which is fine. Uh, but, yeah, let us know what you think about your team, how'd they do, uh, what would you have done differently, because uh, me and TR had plenty to say. We'll be talking a little more about that come Wednesday and uh, try to have a couple guests on to talk about what's going on here in the world um, of the NBA, what kind of draft should uh, – should we be expecting and things of that nature, what kind of draft it was. Uh, so, TR, anything else you want to add, my, uh, my brother? Um, fire Brett Brown. No, that's um, – no, I'm just kidding. We'll see, just we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, my team I'm not happy with. But, when, you know, what am I going to do? Uh, so, that's it. Uh, I'm sure – on we're not happy Wednesday. now, but we're not happy yeah. now. But if our teams end up being, you know, a lot better in the long run, we may be like, you know what? Glad they didn't listen to us. So, who knows? Yeah. Let's see if if they know stuff that we don't. Doubtful, but yeah, we'll look. We'll look at it. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, thanks for listening, right. everybody, to our NBA draft fallout. I'm Nate. Tr, send us home, buddy. Peace. Thanks for listening to this show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash Jump. You can download this and any other episode from our network at iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pod Paradise, Google Play, Player FM, and anywhere you find your favorite podcast. This show has been brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, facebook.com slash makeupkennedy, and wowfreecam.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at WideJump. You can follow us on Instagram at WideMenCan'tJump and on Facebook at facebook.com slash WideMenCan'tJump. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Also, rate the show and tell us how we did. If you love us, please give us a five-star rating. Again, thanks for listening to this episode on the Wide Men Radio Network. Tune in, same time, same place, for the Wide Men Radio Network at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. <laughs>